Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to a Primates Podcast, a podcast where we go through primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. This week, I'm joined by two very special returning guests from Gamey Gamey Game. It's Evan Munro Smith. Hello. And from Batch Bitch Podcast, it's Naomi Higgins. I read that Woo. in case I said it backwards like I did before in yeah. conversation. Bitch Batch. That just make you just think I'm a bitch? Batch of bitches. <laughs> bitch Batch. Batch bitch, which one is it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all about uh, the TV show The Bachelor. It is. It is. And which, when we're recording this, I don't know if it's weird to talk about it because it's not the day that's coming out, but the finale is tonight. Well, yeah, so now it'll be last week, the finale. Yes. So people should listen in. You'll have recorded a, a recap. Uh-huh. So if you're listening on the, when it comes out, then you'll be watching The Bachelorette tonight. Woo. Oh, are you going to keep we, it going? Yeah, we are, but I'm not looking forward to The Bachelorette <laughs> at all. It's going to be so boring. Australian Bachelor, Australian Bachelorette. Wow, I guess you could just mm-hmm. go work your way through all the international versions as well. This show will never end. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty tired of The Bachelor at this point, <laughs> so I think we'll probably just talk shit is it, on the off-season. Is it the kind of podcast the that uh, <laughs> you need to be watching and liking The Bachelor? No. A lot of people have told us they do not watch The Bachelor but listen to the podcast, which is very nice. <laughs> I, I was listening to an episode me. the other day and there was some funny story about Danielle pulling something out of her butt and it was yes. that was enjoyable without having you don't have to watch The Bachelor for that. <laughs> to listen to a story about Danielle pulling something out of her butt. Still Con- works. Context, because that sounds gross. She pulled plastic out of her butt. She thought it was um, a tapeworm but it was no it was like the wax paper that goes around like cabana sausage or something like that <laughs> yeah that now made. it's not gross oh that, See, this is worse it felt, before it just felt like it was a, some sort of wild I, you know it sounded like it was a fictional story now yeah. it's too real it's 
real. I'm probably going to edit that out because it is no good. And I know a lot of people eat cabana while listening to this <laughs> podcast. And they don't need to hear about that. Well, they should know so they don't make the same mistake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Naomi, you uh, <laughs> last time you were here, you, you told us your favorite primate was a primate that's not even your favorite primate. Why, yeah. did, you, why did you lie? Well, I hadn't thought about it. You, I didn't even know before the pod. I feel like. You were just like, oh, now what? And I was put on the spot. Yeah, and then you said, and then you said, as you were checking your messages, oh, you messaged me about this. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I've forgotten all that again now. <laughs> but you, you've uh, you've had a bigger think about it now. What what is your favorite primate? Tarsier. Tarsier, a you beautiful seen one beast. Of those? Yeah, I've seen a tarsier, but I look like a child. <laughs> I've definitely, I mean, I've looked at them all because <laughs> Matt um, Stewart is typing looked at them something all. I've unrelated them all. into his computer. <laughs> I I um I do these are, are beautiful animals. Yeah. Has anyone said this one before? Someone did mention something similar to this. They did talk about the big eyed lemurs, which these sort of are, I think. Well no, it's a tarsier, so it's completely <laughs> different. From, from the family Tarsidae. Yes, <laughs> of course. Evan, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's nice to have someone a literary type. On for once. Thank you. Along with this chump over here. Wouldn't even know a book of it. It hit him in the head. Let's try. <laughs> Let's see. If it, let see. I'm the only one here with any sort of book. <laughs> okay. A notebook. Did you know, according to Britannica, the Tarsia's small brain has an enormous visual cortex to process information from the large goggling eyes. Mm-hmm. Britannica says goggling eyes. Goggling? That's not a word. Um, I like it. There's like a video from like very early YouTube, which was just a video of Atazia like opening its eyes all the way and the sound in the background was like I think it was like the Dolby digital sound and it was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> look that up <laughs> I'll put I'll try and post that on the socials primates pod yeah and I remember being like this is fucking this internet thing they really they <laughs> look crazy. like they look like a creature from someone's wild imagination they do god um <laughs> I guess but they <laughs> They sort of have like frog hands, yeah. a koala body, and a and like a alien head with big eyes. Yeah, you should show Evan. They kind of look like a mix between a koala and a and a frog. Oh my god! Really cute. Yeah, that really doesn't weird. sound cute. Actually, does it, it but... reminds me of. Did you ever play the game on Windows ninety eight called Creatures? Yeah, when they and they, I just remember they're like these little creatures, and you kind of have to like tell them what to do, kind of, and like. I don't know, they just kind of like walked around and you're like, but I just remember mine were always sad. I couldn't make them happy. They were always just crying. Anyway. That that sounds brutal. But I was very young when I played that game. I just think I didn't know what I was doing. I barely remember. Are there there like, is it real animals or is it made up creatures? They're made up. Yeah, they're kind of, I don't know, like the, the Furby of the video game or something. I have a really vague recollection. I feel like I've seen the. Yeah, I'm going to bring up a picture. Images. I'm Google imaging. Should say, while you're looking that up, today we're going to be talking about, <laughs> as a follow-up to our last episode with you two on, where we talked about Donkey Kong, the original arcade game. This time to follow up, we're talking about mm. The King of Kong, a movie about Donkey Kong. That does look like that monkey. I reckon that's based on the Tarsia. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sorry for Do you think? Close. derailing this. <laughs> not derail. not even in a fun way. You don't think this is fun? That was fun. <laughs> That's good fun. So we're talking about the movie The King of Kong, uh, colon, 
A Fistful of Quarters. Mm. Mm. And it was a film from 2007, I think. And it is a great amount of fun. We just watched it then oh. in the office. And it, it's the second time I saw it. I saw it about 10 years ago, I think. And uh, it holds up. What a roller coaster. Oh, my God. It's so tense. I found myself very emotionally invested. Mm. Yeah. You, you said a few times that your anxiety was really playing up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they were playing with our emotions. They were. The director, that old dog. <laughs> It's a great uh, film. But yeah. I don't remember seeing any quarters in it. Yeah, they, where are the fistful? I don't, it seems weird that it is. Does it need the colon fistful of quarters? No. I, I don't think so either. I'm with you on that one. Um, let's forget it. Let's forget all about it. I'm going to tell you, this is uh, from IMDb from Jay Haley. This is the, um, the breakdown of the storyline. Do you want me to read this out just for the people who haven't seen it? In the early 1980s, legendary Billy Mitchell set a Donkey Kong record that stood for almost 25 years. This documentary follows the assault on that record by Steve Wiebe. <laughs> assault? Man, and that really is how it's, like, played up in the doco. Yes. Well, not from the documentary's perspective. No, maybe not. Uh, so Steve Wiebe is a, an earnest teacher from Washington who took up the game while unemployed. The top scores are monitored by a cadre... How would you say that word? C-A-D-R-E. Cadre? Oh, you're looking at me, the literary type you got a, on the pod. A carter. A cadre. I should have just What's the What's the sentence? Uh, the top scores are monitored by a cadre of players and fans yeah, okay. associated with Walter Day. Cater? A cadre. Cater. Maybe? I'm not sure. It's important. It's important we get this right. Tweet uh, in. If we have to spend the next 50 minutes... <laughs> So um, I had nothing to back the first <laughs> half of that sentence up. <laughs> so we're introduced to the character of Billy Mitchell. He is a cartoon character. I describe <laughs> yeah. so many so many characters that we watch movies for this show are very human cartoons. Like his hair, he's got a whole procedure so to smooth. get it. It looks like a hat. His hair is like a early two thousands animation where they didn't, you know, they didn't go like strand by strand, yeah. but they're like, that's the general flow of hair and it looks nice, but they hadn't like Pixar hadn't gotten it quite right. Yeah. Yet. One whole piece. Yeah. Maybe like the Shrek, um, the Shrek Prince. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. whatever his name Prince was. Prince Charming. Prince Charming. That kind of thing. Just, uh, I thought you meant Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad is what I meant. Oh, right. Yeah. Which yeah. I never knew was. Lord Fuckwood. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that either until my English teacher pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was based on a guy who they didn't like. Really? Yeah, from Disney, I think. Really? Yeah. Ouch. Apparently, that's what I read. Oh, we, <laughs> we should do that film next. Drama. Are there any uh, primates? In I reckon there? we could squeeze Surely. some in. But so yeah, Billy Mitchell is a. It, it looks a bit like Nick Cave as well, but he. Yeah. So he's a long-term Donkey Kong legend, and he's his legend has grown so much that he's got. Basically, disciples around his feet. Yes, he does. Just praying at the altar yeah. of Billy. They love him so much. It's I love- fucking wild how much they love him. They're like, he goes anywhere, hot, the hottest girls just fawning over him. What did they, what was it? They had a short term for hot. DDG. Yeah, that's dropped a gorgeous bit in there. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be there. It's not unusual to see them around when we're playing video games at this big tournament. I don't believe it. <laughs> Well, maybe it's like you shouldn't be judging women by that anyway. I'm sure women are interested in it, but like, just it's this is so hard to talk about, and I'm sure you two feel even more comfortable than I do addressing this. <laughs> but like, just the concept that there's this like just 
models just walking in being like, so who's got the top donkey gun score? Because I'm going to suck his dick. <laughs> they did nothing. Yeah. I don't know why they weren't able to get any footage of, of yeah. that. But of all the hot girls. Yeah. They just didn't have time. I had to you know, edit, edit that out. So Billy Mitchell's the king. And then, and then we're introduced to this guy, Steve Wiebe. And he is the challenger. He's a, and they talk about him. His friends and family talk about him. He's a guy who gets obsessed with different things. He was a, mm-hmm. was quite a talented baseball player as a child, but he had his heart broken when he he was overpitched by his dad, and his arm wouldn't work anymore. I think that's what they were saying. So that was the end of his baseball career. His dad, when he he said I overpitched him, oh. you could see the heartbreak in his dad's face. Oh. He ruined he ruined his boy. Turned um, into a big nerd. And, <laughs> And then, um, so he he stopped playing baseball. He took up drums. His mum is there's a little clip of his mum saying, somewhere he found the idea to play drums. <laughs> like it was I don't know where he got that idea. <laughs> like Where's he seen the... drums? That's like I don't know. Is this is pre-internet as well. How did he? How did he find them? Uh, there's a great scene of him playing on his kid's little drum kit, just absolutely caning it. It's He's so great. Funny supposed to be so dramatic talking about like his precision it's like he's on this tiny chair like couldn't they just sat him at a real drum kit just I, I reckon the director knew what he was doing yeah. um but then and then they show him he he orders in a, a donkey kong set up for his garage and he starts going at it mm-hmm. and he cray wins it he breaks the world record he wins it yeah he sets a sends a video in which is so funny because during the so he has two small children as well. Billy Mitchell doesn't have no fucking kids, so he sometimes takes care of his kids. He's playing the game, and then his, his son is like screaming out, "Like come wipe my butt!" <laughs> well, yeah, he's on his way to breaking the all-time world record that stood for twenty-five years, and he's got to send in a tape, which also has audio, and the audio of the tape that's been sent into the, the world record judges includes a whole clip of his kid going, "Dad, wipe my butt." <laughs> And the dad's gone. Weeby's like, bring it, bring toilet paper down. I'll wipe yeah. it down here. <laughs> like he's, oh. he's like, stop playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> Poor oh, Weeby so children. Cute. Imagine being being Donkey Kong orphans like that. Are you imagining? Is that what you're talking <laughs> yeah. for? Time Sometimes to imagine. it takes a while. Um, but they they send it in, and and uh, the disciples of Billy include. Everyone who seems to be in control of of the world records. And yeah, stuff. it feels so inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the top guy who's the top referee who created Twin Galaxies, and it was just like an explosion in his brain. He's like, "Wait, I can call it Twin Galaxies." He said it like he had this <laughs> yeah. amazing genius moment. It's like, it's, what a nondescript name. Yeah. What are the twins? What's that mean? <laughs> what are the galaxies? <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then the people under that there's like a bunch of people, like judges. Fucking Billy Mitchell's one of them. Yeah. And it, what the fuck? They're all such. They're all interviewed, and they all talk about him in the highest regard. <laughs> That's so funny. They talk about him like he's not a, a mortal man. Billy Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was. Someone was. They said everything about him is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? <laughs> oh, describe him. Google image this guy, <laughs> Billy Mitchell. It's so funny. <laughs> It's the best. They're talking about how he like walks into an arcade and everybody stops what they're doing and all (laughs) eyes on him, sort of thing. He's got a trademark look, apart from his amazing hair. To put in your 
your record score or arcade game, you've got three initials you can put in. And uh, Billy Mitchell down the barrel, he goes, <laughs> everyone always asks me, what are, my, what are my three initials that I use? He says, if you don't know, you haven't been paying attention, look at me. He held his, yeah. he's held his tie up, which has got a Statue of Liberty on it. He goes, I mean, just have a look. I mean, if you're paying attention, he's sort of holding his tie. <laughs> and the director behind the camera goes, T-I-E? <laughs> and he goes, no. No. Like, what about the tie I was wearing yesterday? What was that? American flag. Is it, is it USA? Yes, it's USA. It's USA. I play against people from Latin. Is that what he said? I play I against know. Latin people, maybe. maybe. I play against Canadians. You know? And I want them to know that the USA is on top. Yeah. He was he was a brilliant villain. Yeah. He was so good. What? God, I hate him so much. Oh, yeah, I, so love, I love hate him. Within that world... Everyone treats him like a rock star and he really thinks he's a rock star. You're just standing on the outside being like, eh, hello, like, <laughs> what's happening? Wait, wake up. <laughs> I'm just, I was astounded. Everyone, every, so his, his disciples get around him and Weeby starts, you know, knocking down these records. He is, there's a bit of um, controversy when uh, a couple of guys, a couple of the Billy boys, rock up to <laughs> his Billy house. Boys. They must have caught a flight to get out there, and they. Oh no! Actually, one of them said he was nearby. All right, I wanted to. Build they that weren't up. nearby. And so they just they just dropped around the house to inspect the machine to make mm. sure it was all up up above board, and they went in without. Um, Steve Weeby's wife said, "Nicole." No, Nicole said, "Can you just wait till." Yeah, this is He's weird. back. This, this is, a bit is weird, weird that you're two random men like, can we see your girl on? And she said, <laughs> you'll just have to wait for Steve. She had to go out. But apparently they just went in. It's so. And took it apart. It's illegal. It's so weird. Yeah. They're like, obviously, laws, you know, there's laws and there's laws. <laughs> this is a bit more important than this your criminal law. <laughs> Check the badge, sweetheart, all right? <laughs> I think I'll be looking at the machine. Oh, they would say sweetheart. So they sort of arbitrarily decided that it'd be, it might have been tampered with, his machine, because yes. of some connection to some guy who, I don't know, has it in for Billy Mitchell. and. Well, we can't just gloss over Roy Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Awesome. Yeah, bodybuilding video game guy. He could be a whole separate documentary. <laughs> Mr. Awesome's Guide to Girls. <laughs> Oh man! What that is brackets self-produced? Like, man, <laughs> this, I'm. I don't remember what he said, but something like, "Man, no one is going around being sensitive, and being nice, and getting that poon tang." <laughs> he said poon tang. He definitely said poon yeah. tang. That dated it to uh, quite a while ago. Yeah, and I was like, "You've literally never talked to a woman." <laughs> he really gave off the vibe that he hadn't until you saw the next shot of him posing naked with a woman oh, yeah. blocking his dick with her hand. <laughs> And it, was he playing a video game in or something? But it was no, I don't know. a wild photo. So he had a score on a video game that hadn't been recognised. Is that yeah, that's Missile a connection Command. to Billy Mitchell? It's Missile great, Command. Billy great stood game. in his way. Is it? Like uh, it? I'm not sure why why he why his score wasn't like accepted. I'm, I'm not sure what the backstory is between him and Billy Mitchell. Yeah, I think they're both the enemy. <laughs> But they, they don't, they don't each like other, each other. But I hate them both. <laughs> but, and Weeby got caught in the middle. And the, I don't know, like, it feels like even though it's a documentary and the director's making his point of view come across pretty strongly, it mm. does feel like it'd be hard to dislike Steve Weeby. He's a very... He's so sweet. Sweet, likeable character. Mm. But he's so Roy Orson bought 
Steve Weeby a Donkey Kong board because he he's one broke or something like that. Was, he's broke and he couldn't afford a new one. That's he was an unemployed teacher at the time. And Roy was like, "You got to beat Billy Mitchell." Yeah, he wanted to help him. He was sort of like a benefactor. He's like, "We got a common goal. We both want you to get the world record. Mm. I'm gonna buy you a piece of kit to help." And that made people suss on it, like, "Oh, this guy hates Billy Mitchell. Bought mm-hmm. this board. Mm-hmm. It might be sus." And then they couldn't find anything actually sus about it, <laughs> apart from maybe like a slight discoloration on one of the parts yeah, of the board. It was fucking mm. fine. Yeah, but still. They chose not to recognize Yeah, they stripped him of the of uh, world record because of Did that. Did they ever give it to him? No, they didn't strip no. it. They didn't even allow it to him. Never broke the record, which yeah. is a bit frustrating. Uh, he got way more than the previous score as well. He got yes. over a million. In the, in it was quite, it was like a 200,000 jump. Yeah, because the score was 860-something yep. thousand. So he's he's been disallowed to break the world record. Which and- is so biased, by the way, because it was all Billy Mitchell like calling the shots as yeah. well. He was like being like, I don't trust this, it's blah, blah, blah. Puppet, it wasn't other people. It was Billy. Puppet master Billy. Yeah, protecting Billy his own score. Yeah. He shouldn't mm. be a judge. I know this all happened. He should not like be a judge. Like 12 years ago, but I'm, st- I'm mad. <laughs> Furious. I mean, for us, it happened only an hour ago. Right? Um, yeah. And then so, so Billy and everyone else, all his boys are going. So they are all boys, all men boys, but they all go, <laughs> yeah, come and play in person. Like they, they, I think they believe that they didn't trust him. They're like, "What? This is sus." Because they, because they believe Billy's perfect. For someone to come in and beat Billy would just be like, "Well, that's not possible." Yeah. This guy obviously cheated. Come and play in front of us. We invite you. I bet you won't show up, sort of thing. And so he goes, "All right, I'll, no, that's great. I'll come and, and play in person." And then he did that, and uh, he was the first. But they kept talking about this machine in particular. At this one arcade was almost impossible. No one's ever got to the death screen. The kill screen. The kill, kill screen, screen which is this last, like it, but the game basically runs out of memory or something, so the last screen's real weird. Oh, is that why it happens? And Mario just dies. Yeah. Should we talk about it again for people who don't know the game? It's it's uh, Donkey Kong's <laughs> at the, to the top. Last episode. You listen to the last the episode. We know it back to front. More so now. <laughs> so it's a construction site and Mario... Who's known as Jumpman back then? It was his first appearance? Has to climb up the ladders to the top and save Lady, who is the <laughs> damsel in distress yeah. from who turns Donkey out Kong. To be, she has a name. Yes, Pauline. 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 <laughs> what a beautiful name. Yeah. Um, Ouch. So, so he goes. Shout out to any Paulines. <laughs> what? Oh. What did did my tone not come across to you? That was pure sincerity. So he he rocks up to the arcade and he plays it in person. He gets the kill screen. Um, how fun is the bit? So one of the, there's this guy. Um, <laughs> his name was something K. K. Brian. Brian K. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And he he <laughs> self described himself as Billy Mitchell's prodigy. No one else does. No. He goes, yeah, maybe Steve <laughs> Weeby is the challenger, but I'm Billy's prodigy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm actually trying to beat his record right, right now. So, it's like, what? I mean, everyone is. That doesn't make. Oh, you've decided to try and beat a record that you've definitely got nowhere near doing. That doesn't mean anything. Respect. But he he was he was the weirdest character probably in the whole movie. Almost. Oh, he's so yeah. Funny. Really he was odd guy. So funny. He, I imagine that he. Yeah, he didn't come across very well. I imagine everyone in this probably comes off worse than they are. 
Mm. I'm, I'm guessing it's been cut that way, right? I'm always a bit Except cynical Steve about it. No, because that was so funny because when Steve was, like, getting his score up <laughs> and then this guy, fucking the whole time he's on the phone to Billy as well, yeah. being like, oh, he's here, yeah, I'm still standing at the back of him, like, clearly trying to throw him off. And then he's walking around the arcade to people who don't give a shit, being like, possible Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. Uh, just letting you know, just letting you know. <laughs> and everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no one, no one cares. <laughs> they show him saying it at least like eight times. Yes. <laughs> Brian Ka is his name. I think um, it might be Koo. Koo. Brian Koo. Cuck. <laughs> Brian Cuck. <laughs> ah, Brian McCuck, one of our favourite primates. Uh, yeah, he was he was an interesting character, but he was sort of trying to put him off. It was almost like he was trying to jinx him. But, Absolutely. And then in the recounting, Steve Weeby was like. Yeah, it was great having that crowd around me. Yeah. <laughs> that really sort of gave me the energy to get to the end. Um, and then uh, because of that, uh, Billy has been holding back this tape for ages and he's now sends in the tape to go, actually, I've beaten that record already. Mm-hmm. So just to steal his thunder, as as he's breaking the record, they're all watching it, um, which has some sus fuzziness on it. Yeah. Multiple times. On the left yeah. side of the screen where the score is and the score, like, jumps a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the referee guy, Walt, Walt, the referee guy is talking to uh, Billy Mitchell on the phone and saying, hey, it's the, like the, the tape sort of jumps between scores. Yeah. And then and he's like, oh, that's because it's a copy or something. It's like, oh, all right then. But you say you've got an original? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Well, we'll update the record now. <laughs> <laughs> Before for, we look at the original. For Weeby, they go in and they break his machine open and pull it apart and look Find for a small wrong. mark. Whereas oh, obvious And then they don't doctoring, give it to him. Yeah. It's real weird. It's real weird. Um, but, you know, it goes on and. and... So pissy. Because there was one rule for fucking Steve Weeby. Mm-hmm. Sorry for swearing, I'm mad. One rule for Steve Weeby, and then there's like literally nothing wrong with his tape and nothing wrong with the machine. Nah, cancelled because you connected to Roy Awesome, which to be fair, I kind of understand. Yeah, he. <laughs> but then, but good. then, friggin' Billy Mitchell, his his video is not trust. You wouldn't trust it at all. And he gets to they're like, okay, we'll put it into the internet right now <laughs> because it's 2005. <laughs> it's in the internet. <laughs> And Billy Billy Mitchell also um, keeps going on about you got to do it in person, you know. If you what, what have you got to hide if you if you're not doing it in person? So they've yeah. got all this got on so tape. many yeah grabs of him saying that, and then he just refuses to like. I don't think that he doesn't play in person the whole movie. He doesn't play publicly the whole movie. No, he no. sends in that video with Doris. Yeah, he sends it in via Doris, who's Doris. like the oldest video game. A competitive video game player. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to beat the world record for Cubit. Cubit. Yeah. Just that little thing you like hop around on yeah. cubes. But she's uh, dead now. Uh, is she really? Yeah. Why did she? That, oh, Evan's assuming that. No, I checked. She died before the movie came out. <gasps> did she beat the score? I don't know. Why didn't they change? Because they didn't, they didn't let us, like at the end when they gave us the little recaps of what everyone's up to, that said for her, she's still trying to be... beat the record. Yeah, yeah, in heaven. But you... <laughs> You, you son of a bitch. What? Why are you the one? Why, Evan, why? You could have lived on forever <laughs> inside our hearts. happiness for I'm me sorry. in this film and you're like, she's dead. <laughs> Get over it. She's dead. She never realised her dream. <laughs> Maybe she did. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. She, I think she held it at one point. Did she? She did, yeah. She was yeah. trying to regain it, I think. Oh. 
Have you guys ever held records on anything? Like a world it, record, no. I've never. Because <laughs> at one point during You'll the movie. You'll be surprised to know. One of Weavy's friends was like, was talking about Steve going, you know, he's just never been the best in the world at anything. <laughs> like that was a he's worthy a thing to say. It's like piece of shit. And he's, you know, obviously he's still striving to be the best in the world at something. It's like who? That describes, that's going to describe like 99% of people have never been the best <laughs> at the world at anything. Yeah. So it was, it was a. It was weird. It's like, oh, he's only ever been second best. <laughs> oh, that seems really good. And so many world records are not like someone being the best at something. It's like, oh, he's got the world's longest nose hair or something. Like, it's That's the best at having long nose hair, Evan. <laughs> Don't take that away from me. <laughs> I knew you would make it personal. <laughs> What's with you today, man? <laughs> what Sorry. is with you? Especially the nice one. Have, but you, you guys are both gamers. You're regulars on Gamey, Gamey, Game. Evan I'm a especially. hot gamer girl. Can you please only refer to me as a hot gamer girl? I won't be doing that. Evan, <laughs> GG. Evan, uh, you're a regular on Gamey, Game, the show you host. I am, yeah. You've been on every episode? <laughs> yeah. So you both love to game. Is that fair? I like to game. You've said, Naomi, haven't you said in the past, uh, game or die? <laughs> or am I just reading that off your tattoo? I forget. <laughs> Either you've said, yeah. either it's a quote attributed to you, or it's written on your skin in it. Yeah, that's permanent. my ass tattoo. <laughs> that's that right. I post on Instagram. That's I right. I love to game. <laughs> game or die. Yeah. But do you, um, so have get, you ever get on my Patreon? Have you? You ever... can have access to my private Snapchat. Oh my god, Evan, Sorry. have you? <laughs> <laughs> that's just someone. That's just a gamer that I saw once. Right. Twenty five bucks a month. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Have you? Have you ever been obsessed with a game so much that you've, you know, tried to clock it with high scores and that sort of stuff? Um, high score, Evan. <laughs> the question that, asked to you. That was your nickname in high school. I don't think high so. High score, Evan. It feels like games don't really focus on high scores anymore. Like no. just the idea of a score. No, it's just, it's just in, about finishing it. Finishing, enjoying the journey. Enjoying the journey. That's Is nice. that what's wrong with today's generation? <laughs> There's no scorers and <laughs> rankings anymore. It's all about enjoy everyone the enjoys the journey. Hey, man, you bloody can't bloody get your kid to bloody do a test without, you know, make, giving him a fucking participation ribbon. Everyone gets a bloody ribbon, don't they? Mm. But they, they actually mention that in the movie that uh, those older games are the hardest, the hardest ones ever. They're so ever. hard. Is that true? They are really hard. Mate, well, I mean, it's it's bloody backed up by the fact that we talked about Donkey Kong last time and we just talked about the barrels. Yeah. There's so many other things in that game, but we just thought it was barrels. Cause that we was level one. <laughs> we never got past level one. It is hard, but they also said it's really just about remembering a lot of patterns. But I I, is that sort of what gaming is? No, no, it depends on the game. Right. Well, so see, you've been playing, Evan's been playing Dead Cells, yeah. which is a game that you just have to get through the whole thing without dying. Yeah. But it randomizes differently each time. Yeah. So you can't just memorize are it. Different right. each time. Yeah. Whereas yeah, older games would be normally the same. And and I think Weeby was sort of talking about how he found different ways to control the barrels. Like if you went hard right, hard left and then right at different times, that would mean the barrels wouldn't always miss you or Yeah, there's different... always little quirks that if you I guess if you play it enough or if you do your research, you can to find out all the little little tricks. I quite yeah. like that that sequence where they showed him drawing, you know, like a white marker onto the screen, 
uh, the yeah. the patterns he should be oh, following and that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. And then they started showing those white marks in his life. They showed him on the drums and on the yeah. basketball arc and stuff, like trying to show that he sees the whole world in white lines. The closest I've come to this is playing Tetris because I really love I loved playing Tetris as a kid. And that that's the closest I've come to like really aiming for a high score and getting in like getting in the zone that I imagine these guys are getting into because that like to to get the the sort of scores that they're getting it's like two and a half hours of solid playing and solid concentration and I mean I didn't do it that with Tetris but I you know you'd get in there for like ten minutes and just being like in in some different state of consciousness almost right. Um, and then you get to the stage where you go to sleep and you're, you're dreaming Tetris, right? I don't know if I ever was Tetris dreaming syndrome. Tetris. Fuck, I've done that. I definitely have had I've that. I've done Tetris syndrome so many times. Not for Tetris, but like when I got a Nintendo Wii and I got <laughs> Mario Party 8 and I just remember having like this sort of half asleep, half awake nightmare that I was just stuck in a game of Mario Party and I just kept going like from like place to place on the like board and just like <laughs> infinitely <laughs> and I was like stuck there and I was like, that sound ah! like a nightmare. That is yeah. a, is Mario Party like like going to a party with Mario? Wow. Because <laughs> I mean assume that's you right. You are a gamer. <laughs> is that a dumb question? Because it, no, it's, like, it's kind of like a board game set up where you have to it's there's like you know like spaces on a board game and you like sort of travel around a map. Yeah. But then the but the aims are sort of different in the games a bit. But you play mini; it's mostly mini games where you yeah. each have to like shake a can or something. Oh my god, that sounds awful! <laughs> it's really <laughs> there's fun. a game it's where a you each fun. have to shake a can. Well, that's just... going right back to the beginning of games, <laughs> like well, that's from two hundred like, years, years ago. Simple games. <laughs> those little street urchins years. shaking cans. Well, it's the original game. <laughs> Look at us shaking these cans. Actually, takes little awful nanny invented gaming. Quite a lot of technology to get to that point. So. Is it amazing to you that this is where Mario began on Donkey Kong, and he's ended up shaking cans? <laughs> a, a, he's come an so far. Universe that everyone can enjoy on one level or another. So um, if that's the way you want to look at it. It is. <laughs> okay. No, I love that's Mario. Fine. Mario's Mario and Donkey Kong are two of my favourite. I'm definitely a Nintendo guy i reckon yeah. if i had to be one and yeah you have to be one. Oh, great well i'm a nintendo <laughs> guy i reckon right. mario and the donkey kong games are the ones that always grab me the most mm. i guess they've been around the longest so they um that's why they're that's why they have been is because they're so bloody good yeah have you ever played they actually originate from donkey kong i've never played competitively no there was a movie though i remember as a kid which was i think it was called the wizard or something and it was starring Fred Savage. I might be making this up, but I believe this to be true. And he would play competitive Mario Brothers. And it was about this competition of... Speed run? Yeah, something like that. Does that ring any bells? Doesn't no. matter. Great. Fred Savage. Does that ring a bell? He's going to be in some He's new in recut and stuff. Deadpool. <laughs> ah. Like a, a, a PG Deadpool. He was in The Princess Bride as the Why boy. Why would you make a PG Deadpool? I don't know. I learned this on uh, Weekly Planet this week. They were talking about it. I don't know. I just take in some information I get from some people sometimes and then I regurgitate it and hope that no one asks any further questions. Sorry. Um, so you've, you've, never play, you've never played competitively at all? No. I've played competitive um, like games on Facebook Messenger. Oh, yeah. Usually just to beat one other person. Yeah, that soccer one, keeping the ball the, in the air. The basketball emoji. 
Oh, I've played the soccer version. Is there a soccer version as well? It's just the, keeping the soccer ball up. I don't know. I know you can you you send a basketball emoji and then you tap on it. And yeah. You, and you play a game. Is there a, is there a soccer version? As yeah, well? but is it the same game? It's just keeping it up. You touch it and it keeps. No, it... you have to shoot hoops. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah. I like shooting. <laughs> I've never played a Facebook I'm a classic w- game. weeby character. <laughs> I've got a few, um, some trivia notes from IMDb about this movie. Do you want have me you to go even told the whole story? Well, I haven't, but I don't know how much do I want. Do we want to go through the whole thing? I guess it, it's I really just it's a roller coaster, um, up and down. Uh, well, yeah, and I've... and it's like weeby keeps getting close, and it looks like he's he's either beaten the record or he's got close to it, and then Billy Mitchell swoops in. Yeah. It's a classic underdog story. Yes. It really is. And I think it's just founded on the fact that Steve Weeby is not a part of their community and he's way hotter than they are. He is way hotter than all of them put together. He's like I mean, the imagine definition them of a daddy. Yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah, he looks way. like he looks like Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he does. I reckon if they made a movie of this movie, he'd which, be played by Which Nathan. is in the works, sort of. Really? Yeah. Wait, actually. Yeah, that's one of my one of my facts that I've got off IMDB. Wow. <laughs> Uh, who's Nathan Fillion? He's uh, Richard Castle? Castle from the fil- from the TV show Castle. Oh, he looks like Steve Weeby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Castle. I've heard of that. That's about a movie about a castle. Uh, no, no. Oh yeah, this no, guy. Not it's a TV one. show about an author. Um, yeah, he wrote. He wrote. He wrote about a castle. No. No, it's got nothing Where's to do with... Where does the castle come in? It's like... No, it doesn't. It's like House. Is his name house has Jerry Castle? With... No. Uh, Rick? Richard? Richard? Richard Castle. Yeah. yeah. Dick Castle. Rick. Is it Richard? This I is bad. don't know. I used to watch that show. This. I don't watch it anymore. I just know people think he's hot. Well, I'm looking at a photo like now. Steve <laughs> If he's got any of the weebies about him, then yeah. He's, he's in some of uh, a lot of Joss Whedon's work as well. Um, I love Joss he's, Whedon. He's sort of gone out of favour a bit. Yeah, because of, of... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Other thing, I think. Hashtag. Um, I, oh, my God, there were so many funny, there were so many funny quotes in this. I just started writing quotes down for yeah. the movie. <laughs> Poor Nicole, Steve Weaver Drive, I'm the wife of the Donkey Kong guy. <laughs> yeah, she's the real hero the of the film. And her daughter. Wife. Well, so they're yeah. they're on their way in the car, like another big journey for him to go to this um, to try to break the record live, as he's been invited to do. So Weeby's there, and he's there with his. There's this two shot in the car, and uh, it's Weeby sitting next to his daughter, and his and his daughter goes, "What? What's so important about this? What getting the Guinness Book of World Records?" And he's like, "I don't know. Yeah, some people just want to get into the book." And his daughter goes, "He must be like ten." Goes. <laughs> Oh, it seems like getting into the Guinness Book of Record kind of ruins some people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like people ruin their lives trying to get into it or something like that. 
And they just said, what do you say to that? Yeah. It's like, yep. Holy moly. If someone didn't write that line for her, I mean, even if someone wrote it for her, it was a great performance. But it feels like she just came up with that. Oh, my God. It was such such a great line. Love her. I love when Billy Mitchell was like, yeah, what do you think I am? Yeah, look on my phone. Says never surrender. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I am? And he holds up this flip phone. It's just like yeah. Evan. I think you said at that point that he's a Richard Ricky Gervais character. He he looks in a particular. Lot, he, he feels a, like a Ricky Gervais character. Like a, a like a David Brent. David Brent. He's yeah. very very Brenty. Yeah. yeah. Some moments of yeah. just like whoa. No matter what I say, it's controversial. Like the abortion issue, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. I, I wonder where he stands on the abortion issue. <laughs> I guess it depends on whether the girl who wants one is his girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my guess. Uh, I just, oh, fuck. He's, what is, and he said, oh, yeah, when he sent in that tape, and he didn't even go in. He never, like, bloody goes in to bloody verse Steve. He's always just, like, watching from the sidelines, literally, like, driving around outside it's the weird. venue and, like, won't go near him. It's it's so yeah, yeah the, the one point where he actually rocks up while Steve's playing, he doesn't. He doesn't even say anything to him. Steve, while playing, is like, hey, Billy. And then Billy, like, grabs his wife and is like, there's some people here that I don't want to talk to. Yeah, really How weird. old are you? Yeah. What is wrong with you? How is this guy, the, like... As far as I know, these two have never met. Like, they've never done anything. No. Nah. He, he just hates Steve Weeby because he submitted a tape that was yeah. that beat his score and then suddenly they're like... Actually, rival like yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be like a rival in a video game, but then to be so to dislike him as a person, he's just a child. Yeah, he's a child. So immature. Steve slowly wins out around the Billy Boys for the most part. Like even the ones that are hating on him, not all of them, but a few of the key ones, like his lawyer friend um, and the the ref, they were both very dubious about him. But by the end, they're like, uh, you know, everything I've. Everything I've seen, everything you've done shows that you're a great character yeah. in the gaming and outside. Because he showed up, of... he he was playing or for days on end. He was playing to try and beat the score while Billy Mitchell was not even there. They're always calling just Billy, going, phone. "Hey, you got to come down. You got to come down and you know, versus the guy, you got to come down and play." And he just never does. No. Like he never, never, ever <laughs> goes down to actually play the game in person. It's so funny when he sends the tape in, and then they're. And then they're all watching it and his little prodigy is just standing right at the front of the crowd watching the tape, yeah. just live, just going, yep, everyone's watching it. Yep, we're all having a great time. But he's, like, right next to everyone and then you just got a shot of yeah. Billy on the couch. And then when it's done and he, like, hangs up the phone and then he goes, not even Hel- Helen of Troy had that had this much attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what Billy said even about himself. the stutter in the middle. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this is in the real world. Yeah, that was what a reference as well. <laughs> yeah. Why is he going to Helen of Troy? Because a war was started over her. That's true. So, that, she was DDG. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, it was a very good reference. <laughs> Imagine being the camera guy just filming Billy Mitchell on his it's, couch. It's for funny those. that there's not more laughter movement of the cameras. <laughs> You'd expect that there to be jiggles a lot yeah. of the shop, but they've probably got stabilizing technology or something. <laughs> I wonder. It's just like raucously <laughs> laughing the entire I, time. I imagine that the the documentary makers are, are, are like so aware of everything. Yes, that's going on. You know, I believe from what I've read, they definitely. Well, and like you hear this with most documentaries 
that are great like this that they eliminate little bits and pieces to to make the story uh, more dramatic and um, like apparently Billy and and Steve get on fine that and they both have both said oh that it was made to look like we don't get on as well as we do. Really? Um, mm. So well, I'm glad they edited it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know because it made for you know we probably wouldn't have heard of it if they just showed yeah. us the truth. <laughs> is that what documentaries are about? <laughs> Um, but th- this is from IMDb. It says several of those depicted in the documentary, including Weeby and Mitchell themselves, claim that it does not accurately depict events. For example, Weeby and Mitchell were and still are on much friendlier terms than is suggested, and another player's record was in place during some of the events but is omitted. The director has conceded to many of these claims in statements, arguing that a fictionalized account is more entertaining. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I love Nicole because when so he's going back when the when they were doing like the Guinness World Record time that like final time and then they're like where's Billy oh he's not coming he's not coming when he's like circling the venue and won't come in <laughs> and they're like oh he's not coming he's not prepped like he can't play he's not prepped and then, yeah. and then Nicole's like well he knew it was coming he could have prepped <laughs> yeah why didn't <laughs> like, he let's prep? fucking go <laughs> like, let's, it's so I'm weird ready. it's so weird remember that school kids are listening um, oh. <laughs> School kids are saying things that are much worse than that. Trust me. <laughs> is there? I still don't. Is, oh, yeah, there are. Probably. What? I was going to say, what What are the school kids saying? But you don't need to say. Um, They're saying Fortnite. <laughs> something. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> are you a Facebook mum all of a sudden? <laughs> the bloody boys, they won't get off it. A face, <laughs> is a Facebook mum a certain kind of mum? Yeah. So it's a mum on Facebook. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Mum's trying to go viral. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. M- mummy bloggers. You had a kid? Don't want to hear. Don't want to hear your voice. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> That's like you're done. You're done on the. Inter- you're re- not relevant anymore. You nurture that kid and keep quiet. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Sorry to paraphrase, but. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the the project, this is again from IMDb, the project originally began as a documentary about competitive gaming in general. It wasn't until the film was well into production that the crew discovered the events surrounding Weeby and Mitchell and decided to refocus the film entirely on this rivalry. Uh, this largely accounts for the amount of coverage the film gives to minor players, such as the elderly Cubert champion. <laughs> uh, by the time production ended, over 300 hours of video had been shot. That sounds like a lot, but... Doesn't it's like that's not an amazing amount for a doco, is it, Evan? That sounds like a lot. Okay, great. <laughs> so it's a shooting ratio of under under three hundred to one. Yep. Um, What's the rule of thumb there for documentary? I don't know. It obviously varies greatly depending on the kind of thing that it is. Yeah, because um, I mean, to me, I'm I'm picturing that that's including them just cameras on guys playing video games for hours on end. Feels like that would just yeah. You wouldn't want to miss anything. That'd be yeah. so much. But you know, you, you sh- you're filming all these um, world record attempts, and probably from multiple angles as well. You know, you're shooting their face because you want to get their reaction. You're shooting the game because you won't get that. Um, so there'd be yeah, so much footage of just people attempting these records and just playing the games. That's why 300 didn't was I didn't read that as a huge number, but I guess it is. I mean, it is still a lot of. It is. It's just a lot of. I imagine would just be gameplay. Yeah. I wonder how many Billy Mitchell quotes we never got to hear. Yeah, obviously oh about God, 200 hours is Billy Mitchell interviews. 
<laughs> There's another one in there when he breaks open a fortune cookie and he looks, he reads it <laughs> to himself and he goes, does this have my name on the back or something? Someone says, what does it say? It says, you have a yearning for perfection. <laughs> Yep, that's me. It's him to a T. He is perfect in every way. It, a couple of times he goes third person. Was that one of the times? He goes, Does this have Billy Mitchell's name on the no, back? That was no, that no, wasn't. No, it wasn't the time. But he did. Yeah, he did refer to himself as in the third person. <laughs> uh, Steve Weeby challenged for the Donkey Kong record on live television uh, in. 2009 aired on G4 TV. It was the first and only time to date that an arcade world record attempt took place on live television. Mitchell was also invited to play, but declined to do so. Oh, yeah. Surprising, Frick Billy. Coward. coward. Billy the coward Mitchell yeah. is what I've started calling him right now. Mm-hmm. Yearning for being a coward. More yeah. like it. <laughs> what is this? Uh, <laughs> this this, this it's got my name on the back of it. It's a it's a bloody white flag. Oh, oh. sorry, sorry. I know got children it. are listening. <laughs> so that was a bit much. I can, I'll, hopefully, I'll bleep that out in post. Um, Mitchell's tape fun spot score was actually removed days after entered. This is the one um, that oh, had that the had fuzz the, on it, yeah. but mm. reinstated just before the end of the nine month period in which the film skips. An equally questionable. So they they took it out and then put it back in just before the end of the filming. So I don't what? know. Yeah, it's like I don't know if that's dodgy on the part of the filmmaker or the or the Twin Peaks, oh, yeah. Twin, twin Peaks. volcanoes, Twin. Hang on, but, is, but is it Twin Galaxy? But is it dodgy? <laughs> uh, well, the fact that they removed it was right, but then they put it back in, so that you, no one knew that it was ever taken out officially. Mm. Right. But it kind of, but in terms of like the story, it doesn't matter that. I oh, know, yeah, probably not for the, the story, result. but yeah, yeah. It's just it's interesting that get over why it. Do, Matt. Why do they put it back in? I'm only assuming it's important because someone wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, it's kind of interesting, but uh, more detail would be interesting. Like, why was it not accepted yeah, in the first? Sure. Or why was it accepted, and then why was it then not accepted? I'm just and being... then why was it then accepted again? You know, eight months later or whatever it was. Bloody hell, always got the questions. Always asking um, the right questions. Mm-hmm. They say an equally questionable event took place in 2010 where Mitchell again claimed credit for a world record score via videotape rather than a live performance. As with the fun spot incident, the score was accepted by Twin Galaxies without the same validation methods asked asked of other players. Mm-hmm. In 2010? 2010. You'd think they would have learned their lesson. Yeah, oh, I know. this is in 2010. Yeah, this is well this after, is after the movie the came out. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. They fucking love this guy so much. You yeah, think I think it's... Have, you got to have, like, a policy or, you know, you got to have guidelines this to is say... Like, obviously, it's we've this. just got to check this. these boxes. But it's like yeah. he's got this char- charisma that just does not translate so on film. Funny. That he's somehow... Like, he's able to just manipulate these people... Or he, they feel, or is it like he's quietly threatening them or something? I don't know. What, what's the power he has over them? Yeah, they It's just that they seem as, as an idol, I guess. Yeah. That's, if, if someone who, like, sort of made the rules and invented it was like, okay, I did it again, and then you, yeah. have, what, you yeah. have to be the one being like, okay, I'll have to check. Yeah. It's like buying something off someone and then, like, counting the money in front of them. It would be uncomfortable, but you'd sort of just have to, obviously, I have to, you know I have to do this for everyone. Yeah, let's go, this is the yeah. policy. It says on the wall, the policy. We wrote it together. You signed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it, by 2010, he... Like from the point of view of Twin Galaxies, Billy Mitchell hadn't ever done anything wrong. Is right. that fair to say? 
So we, you know, in the documentary, we see this this tape that looks a bit dubious, but ultimately that was accepted. So it's not like they don't have any reason not to trust him. I guess is, mm. yeah. But, wow. So yeah. like as as the viewers, you're like, oh, he's evil, but but really, like objectively, he he never, as far as we know, wow. he's you know he never showed up to actually play the game. But but his tapes haven't been to um, get a new world record. You don't think you just go, oh, you did it once, and you've seen. You've seen legit. To oh, they point. definitely should check it. Like they definitely should go through the whatever the process is. Um, but also, I, I I can see why they they. It's not like they're necessarily like they're idolizing him. They're just going like, well, he's a friend. We trust him. They should check it though. Yeah, I would say they should check it. <laughs> um, and then uh, on March fifth, two thousand and ten, Hank Chen became the new Donkey Kong world record holder. Okay, who's Hank? Hank. <laughs> He's just a great guy, but he didn't hold it for long. So he he scored over a million, clocked the million, which hadn't been done when live. This, uh, clocked a million live. I believe it was on tape again. What year was this? Twenty ten. So soon after Billy. But then, but on, hang on, Weeby clocked clocked a million in the documentary by tape. Yes, but this is ten sixty one seven hundred. Oh, so, so it's higher. over that even. I higher. think so. Right, yeah. Okay. And then on August seventh, twenty ten, Billy Mitchell regained the Donkey Kong record with a score. Of one million and sixty-two thousand eight hundred, uh, taking him two hours and forty-two minutes of playing, passing Hank Chen's uh, level. Uh, Mitchell stopped playing rather than adding to his record-breaking score, which is what? What an arrogant move! Like he got to the the he broke, he broke it by the record a little bit and, then, and then put it, put the controller down. Yeah, I'm not done. I'm not going to go to the end. I'm just I I decide when I. <laughs> Stop playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> he's the king. Not Donkey what odd, Kong. What an odd thing yeah, to do. That's weird. Evan, just, he's the king. Okay. Just but, keep playing. But then it says, so, yeah, I know, surely set a higher record because. See, you could go even higher. <laughs> this score was almost immediately beaten by Steve Weeby. Well, there you go. Stevie! <laughs> who then was defeated by Chen. So, like, it's become oh, wow. like a bit of a, a race in hmm. three now. Uh, as of the 10th of January 2011, Chen. Um, had the record there with 1,068,000 points. But on October 21st, 2015, Robbie Lakeman became the new Donkey Kong world record holder, scoring 1,177,200 points. So 1,100, wow. He smashed That's it. a big jump. Because, I mean, at the time of this movie, um, for the most part, they were like, a million's impossible. The record yeah. was, they were talking about the 864,000 thing is like no one's ever going to beat this. Mm. It's impossible to yeah. beat it. Well, no one had for like 20 years. Like so, uh, Billy Mitchell had that record for so yeah, long. Yeah, since the early 80s. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, it, like I guess it's, the more videos probably going around of seeing people break records, the more you can study it and mm. maybe. Well, that was the other weird thing is that they, they weren't showing Weeby Billy Mitchell's tape. Yeah. Like they're just like, no, nope, play it once. One yeah, play only. Dramatic. Yeah, what a he was weird... playing. He was actually playing. <laughs> he was the in game. the room, <laughs> and then and everyone else was crowded around the TV watching Billy Mitchell's tape. And then he's like, "Hey, can I can I have a look at the tape? Just like a little bit." And they're like, "No." Nah. Yeah, like that. Missed like a that's a rule. It's a one one play thing. Everyone yeah. knows that. We all know that. We you don't want. Know. We don't want you uh, looking at his techniques and stuff. Like, oh, come but on. It, but he's a judge, and he judged my video. Yeah, he would have yeah. seen movies. <laughs> oh, it's so shit. Dogs. I just want to know. How's the prodigy going? <laughs> yeah, the prodigy. Yeah, prodigy's not so. What's his name? Good Brian Koo. Brian. Brian Koo. Let's see if he. Uh, he doesn't. He's. 
on Wikipedia is not uh, clickable. That, oh, no. I think that tells you all so you need to know. It doesn't matter at all. Oh. I'm so sorry. Even Doris self is clickable, the, <laughs> the cubit lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not clickable on Wikipedia, I don't think. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not saying that I'm clickable. <laughs> None of us are clickable. <laughs> I'm right there with, uh, with, I've already forgotten his name. Someone's got to make you clickable. Brian K. <laughs> Brian K. Oh, but this is where it gets big, and this is the last couple of years where things have really been spicing up. This is huge. In late 2017, it was discovered that all of Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong records of over 1 million points were fraudulent. Yeah, I heard about this. The video footage was made using the MAME emulator, which allows players to uh, to use saved states. Mm. (gasps) So, like, full cheating. I thought it was just that he was using an emulator and, like, Obviously, that means that it's not like a real game, so it might be a bit different. But he was actually saving. Well, it, it means he was he could have he been. Could've. He denies oh, that. Oh, for sure. But it does. To me, if it you, feels if, like if you're not allowed to use an emulator and you know you're not, like for sure he he's already cheating. There's yeah. no way that he's like, no, I have to keep some integrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And he, yeah, so it'd be he's the kind of guy who was obviously probably once very good. Um. And then just feels like his whole ego and personality is wrapped up in this achievement. So he just can't let it go. He he never plays in public because that will show that he's not as good as this other guy. Mm. But everything, all his self worth, is put into this and ability to be good at this hot game. And also, his hot sauce empire. Don't forget. About oh, true. We haven't even mentioned that. There's quite <laughs> oh a lot of B roll of him, like facing up shelves of hot sauce <laughs> bottles, standing in his kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, commercial that, kitchen. I'd love them to delve deeper into that, actually. Yeah, yeah. That would be an interesting How, what are these sources? Did. They probably <laughs> yeah. filmed a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100 hours of uh, hot sauce <laughs> documentary. Like, he only agreed to it for this. It actually started out as a hot sauce documentary. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't until halfway through that the team realised, oh, they're playing these video games. <laughs> Let's have a look. Uh, on, the eight, uh, on the 12th of April 2018, NPR reported that Billy Mitchell, holding the title Video Game Player of the Century, which is <laughs> has been cast down from the heights of the high scores list. Twin Galaxies, the organisation that tracks video game world records, announced that it is removing his records and banning him from future leaderboards. Wow, that's a big step. And investig- So for just to catch you up, if you didn't ca- get it before, Twin Galaxies, this is the Billy Boys. This is, uh, this yeah, is basically this is, the club yeah. that he built. His boys. Um, so they've they've struck him from the record. Uh, an investigation lasting more than two months found that Mitchell set some of the best known of some of his best known records on improperly modified software, not the original unmodified arcade games mandated under the organization's rules. The irony after picking on Steve Wiebe for having a mo- potentially a modified board yeah. with no maybe modified, but maybe not. I, I feel like to me, my guess is that he's. He was either never that good at it and he fluked it or, like, he cheated back then and he got away with it or he was good and he, he'd he lost it. So now yeah. he's just like, I can't do it anymore. He was hoping to just never have to, like, no one ever f- beats his record so he can just be like, yeah, I'm the king forever. I don't have mm-hmm. to ever prove it. Mm. But then he, some guy came along and he's like, oh, shit, i got to prove it now. I'm going to, how do I do this? And that's when he started cheating. That son of a bitch. Yeah, I so I mean I'm so I, happy. Yeah, I, feel, I do feel for him a little bit. It's hard to know. I like, don't. he's just built up this world in his head that is, it's all a bit sad. Do you it's think weird. his wife left him? 
Well, if, if she'd never seen him play, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He kept going on about how, um, and this is all in the documentary edit, but he's they put a bunch of clips of him going, Yeah, you got to play in public. If you don't play in public, then yeah. you know, what are you? And then they go to a clip of his wife and they go, Have, have you ever seen him play competitively in public? And she's like, No, it <laughs> <laughs> was a brutal edit. Yeah, apparently, Billy Mitchell sold his life rights, uh, to the story. What? For a theatrical oh. remake that never took place, oh, one of the, one of his demands before <laughs> oh. signing, <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. That oh. I mean, he's still got the cash. Sign away your whole life rights, and then they're like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> he had one demand before he signed, and that was a clause that Roy Schlitt, which is Roy Awesome, Roy Awesome. I only got the Roy Orbison thing pun now. Is that what it's meant to be? Oh. Roy what? Awesome, Roy Orbison. No, maybe I don't not. Think so. Roy Schlitt. I only just got this thing that isn't a real thing. Um, so he he put a, a clause in saying that Roy had to be omitted from the remake and that no character resembling him could be included in the remake at all. How bizarre! And and that's true. No one was. And <laughs> <laughs> they held up their side of the book. Yeah. So that so like I said, these are all from IMDb. Um, this one uh, is says, while the movie claims that Billy Mitchell held the Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. records since 1982 before Steve Wiebe came along, they're actually, this is another one of the slight inconsistency of the documentary, not putting all the info in. There were numerous high scores higher than Mitchell's validated by Twin Galaxies in the early 1980s that went missing during uh, Mitchell's time as a scoreboard editor. <gasps> oh, it wasn't the movie. It was. Oh, my God, drama. Mitchell did it. His 1982 Donkey Kong score was also beaten in 2000 by... Tim Scurby, whose name is omitted from the film but seen on a computer screen for a moment when Walter Day is entering Mitchell's taped score. Hmm. Uh, Wowee. And so then, he kind of has it out for Steve Weeby specifically. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. At least that's what Again, Doco makes it Again, it's because he's hot. It's got to be because he's hot. <laughs> he has a oh, wife and man. kids. I don't want to look at this Tim guy. <laughs> he can play the drums. However, I don't know how he thought of it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing these drums. You can play the tiny drums. <laughs> um, this is what we were talking about before, Evan. A scripted film adaptation is also in the works. I think it's the same director, Seth Gordon. Oh, yeah. Who said that the movie uh, might be a sequel instead of a remake, telling the story of how the documentary changed both men's lives mm. and as well as their continuing rivalry. That, like I a feel follow-up. Like that would yeah. be really interesting. So a bit of fictional, or not fictionalized, but a, not a doco, I imagine. Oh, right. It'll be that'll be the scripted adaptation, oh. which oh, I think man, could be I great. Want, I want to see. So you're getting I Castle see Billy Mitchell's ruined life. How do you? Castle I plays just... Weeby. Who plays Billy? I don't know. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. How do you? If you're just going by lookalike, but like, some of these people are so they're such great characters themselves. Yeah. You need a character actor. What's yeah yeah? How do you? Someone who can do comedy and drama. Maybe it, maybe it's like the room. Um, remake thing or the making of the room fictionalized oh, making yeah, of the room. Yeah, get James Franco in there. You're looking at me so no. blankly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You want me to smile? <laughs> never. I never want to see you happy. <laughs> no, but if, so they, they, they were able to do that. They, were, they couldn't have been wilder characters than the, the people who made the room. Yeah. And they were able, that was meant to be a successful. Um, yeah. Are you saying James Franco should do it? No, I'm just saying it's mm. possible. <laughs> I thought everyone was sort of saying that they were so larger than life that you couldn't get an actor to play him, but I think it's possible. 
I guess. Oh uh, yeah, but Tommy Wiseau was like a caricature. Just like the bigger you go, the closer right. you are. This guy like... is subtle, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actors would fucking love to sink their teeth into this one. Oh, yeah. Sink their teeth into <laughs> Billy Mitchell. Bloody hell. <laughs> I reckon. Get Ricky Gervais on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what we need. More Ricky Gervais. Oh, man. I feel like a Ricky Gervais has slowly become a Ricky Gervais character, right? Yeah, I think Absolutely. so. Absolutely. I'm yep. so happy because I always used to hate him, but everyone was like, he's a genius. But then since I started doing comedy and everyone's like rolling his eyes at him and I was like, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, the Office home. was great. It was. Yeah, I, I, think... I like the American one and yeah, it's right. weird to oh, watch right. one after the, whichever one you yeah, watch first. Yeah, I watched the English one first. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> This is the least primatey movie that we've done so far. Oh, Normally, yeah. we talk about how much about of how much of ourselves we see in the uh, in the primate character, but I guess we can talk about how much of yourself do you see in Steve? Do you see any of yourselves in Billy? I am perfect. Yes. So in that way, I feel like Billy. I feel I'm. I feel like Nicole. Maybe it's because she was one of the only two women in the film. Um, is that a problem just, with just, gaming? Just her, like, standing in the background, clapping back at all these nerds, being like, you don't know what the... What is wrong with it was, you? I, I did love that because she was the only one coming in there where, to her, it is just this ridiculous <laughs> yeah. world. It doesn't... Yeah. But everyone else is like, you know, watch what you say. This is <laughs> yeah. this is the most important place in the world. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's very careful. But she's like, what you're saying does not make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love my husband, so I'm here, but... Really, you know. Also, respect to Steve because he had his like kids just like running around the arcade and just like climbing on him and stuff, and still doing it. He's a real, mm. he's a real dad. Yeah, you know. I just have a crush on him. <laughs> I, I, I like how you, yeah, you're forgiving him for being like a, basically an absent dad. No, he said they he had to do it at night. That was the rule. That's true. He had to do and it when he gets his asleep. kids involved at, at the end. It said that his. Uh, his son had a, a record on, well, yeah. not, you know, not a record record, but, but he had been playing the game. A PB. A something. personal best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his daughter, is, actually, I identify with his daughter. <laughs> Daughter's great. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Evan? You see, you see anything of yourself in the weeb? <laughs> yeah, I'd like, I'd, I mean, I'd like to, I'd, I feel like I can relate more to Steve Weeby than Oh, Billy the, the protagonist hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I look, I, I see, I see parts of me in in both. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. What what part of you do you see? The in worst Billy of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Mitchell. I don't know. I I like hot sauce. Really? Yeah. Hot sauce would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can um, get behind hot sauce. I like Nick Cave, and he sort of vaguely looks like Nick Cave. He seems to be running a business. You know, he's a businessman. Yeah. He's a businessman. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one redeeming quality in Billy Mitchell, and I can't. I he's think running that's a why business. It's so he's, you know, he seems to be successful in running a business. Yeah, he has a wife. Uh, none um, of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wife who he really like saw her, looked at her huge boobs, and was like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm in love." She could have been more than that. I mean, that's a bit disappointing from you, actually, Naomi. Just, I'm yeah. saying that's his perspective of her. That's his <laughs> right. Of okay. Her. I don't, we don't know anything about it. We didn't even know he had a wife until like, it was a long way into the yeah. movie before. Because yeah. we kept joking, like uh, he's alone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone there, they're like, because they mentioned a few times he's got a wife and kids. Talking about Weeby. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys clearly none of you have 
a wife or kids or friends or losers. <laughs> but then <laughs> that's what you get for being alone. <laughs> and then you find out they actually, you know, they do have wives and they are each other's friends. So, you know, if you look back, that's maybe that's a little bit of Billy Mitchell in all of us. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dumb. Done. You're not dumb, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what would you say? Like, I think this is a great, I, I reckon this is one of my favourite documentaries. I love it a lot. I would recommend it if anyone hasn't it watched great. it. It is a great documentary. It's obviously, it. you know, bending the facts a little bit, I guess, but still fun. Yeah. I love documentaries just looking at people like this. I mean, I guess that's a lot of the popular ones are just looking at, like, really weird-ass people. Yeah, real niche. Their, like, aff- affectations. Like, there was this one guy who didn't get that much screen time. But I was so drawn to him. He had like sort of slick black hair in that like centre part. But just his like, just his mannerisms and stuff reminds me of this guy I saw. And I was like with my boyfriend in the dog park and we just heard this guy talk in the distance to other dog owners. And we just looked at (laughs) him like, jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this guy talking about? And he's like very passionately talking about like the gold standard to like three other people who were just like smiling and nodding. (laughs) Fast talking. Yeah, he just got a lot of thoughts and he was getting them out quickly. Yeah. He was like, I found him to be kind of a pretty neutral character. He was one of Billy's boys, but they didn't, at least they didn't show him to be a real, um, like a, a negative guy. He just seemed like a happy game-loving guy. Yeah. Who had a lot of things to say. <laughs> In very interesting ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that I guess that brings us to the end of the uh, the chat of the King of Kong. Now mm. that's time for the everyone's favourite segment on the show. It's the Primate Sporting Mascot segment <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, we've already talked about your favourite mascots. Naomi's was a woodpecker on the side of a road. Yes. <laughs> Evans was the Saint Trevor, yeah, who was uh, had a shock of blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you been noticing? Because I, I don't think people pay much attention to sporting mascots. It's really a. <laughs> it's really you a. I, I'm starting do to find observational that, comedy. No. <laughs> That's something I've noticed, but never really thought about. Yeah, I never really thought about because I mean, it, why would you? But. <laughs> But have you since since talking about it that day? Have you noticed any? Have you been? No, no, I don't think I've seen a single one. Yeah, all right. I thought okay. I thought that would have changed everything. I um I don't watch sport. Well, so I was just because I thought you might have seen this in the news because one uh, mascot has been hitting the news a lot lately, and oh, a lot of no. people tweeted me about it. Have you seen this one? Oh, there's a, actually been a couple recently. Which one are you thinking of? The cannon the t-shirt gun. Yeah, the, what? That wasn't the one I was going to talk about, but that is a good one. I don't have any details about it, but it um there's there's like a a phone video of a. A sporting mascot. I think a college, yeah, uni in America. I can't imagine a good reason for a sporting mascot to be in the news. So he goes to shoot, <laughs> he goes to shoot a t-shirt cannon in the crowd, but he's got it backwards, <laughs> and he shoots it into his balls, and he goes down. He like injured his. Oh, yeah. that's that's great. everything about it is unlucky. It was really bad, I think. Because I mean, you. You you're in a you've got oh, so much no. of a suit going on you wouldn't know what you're doing yeah yeah and but everything feels like would look comical know. as well when you're like lying on the ground holding your groin <laughs> everyone would be like ha ha it would That's seem so like good. a stunt yeah. you'd believe that to be a stunt but I mean you can't fake that unless he was wearing a box and he like like had a lot of protection. I think Ugh. he got actually really injured. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that that's a cannon. Yeah. That T-shirt was meant to go 100 metres, yes. but it went two inches. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Ouch, mama. 
The other one that's been in the news lately, and a few people have messaged me about this, uh, is the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot, Gritty. Okay. Uh, and it it was in the news. It's been on uh, Fallon. Um, it's been. Oh well, if it's on Fallon, I want to know. <laughs> you wait. I mean, you can. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> uh, let me show you a photo, just so in case you haven't seen it on Gritty. Gritty. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Well, you, <gasps> you tell me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I have seen this. Oh shit, I've seen. Yes, this is, a meme this, is on, now. this is on John Oliver's show. Yeah, so he's he's been big news. That's gritty. That's I was just gritty. on Twitter. I was like, "What's that?" And they were like, "It's gritty." And I was like, "All right, all right, moving on <laughs> with my gritty. life." So, what is it? What is it? What's John O'Donnell. To be? Uh, John O'Donnell, Fergal Quigley, Marty, and Dan Peterson have all messaged in asking if I'd noticed this one. Uh, and gritty, uh, in particular, was. Um, uh, mentioned by Dan Peterson from Minnesota, he said this. I listen, so I've got a I've got a form that people can fill out with suggestions for the show, different movies mm. or whatever. And there's also one saying if you've got a primate mascot, and that's Dan's filled this in saying it's a suggestion for a primate mascot. He goes, "Wait, what does that have to do with primates anymore? The what? like sporting mascot thing? Well, normally they're primate sporting mascots. And this is what Dan has said. I listed <laughs> Gritty as a primate mascot, but nobody's really sure what he is." You can't tell me he's definitely not a primate. <laughs> is that gritty is a, Fair enough. Gritty is a very controversial new mascot because of how ugly and weird he is. Many have, many have called for him to be euthanized. Oh, oh no. is that, that's is pretty that true. Hard. Yeah. Um, so it was only a couple of weeks ago he was brought in on the 24th of September. Apparently he's a seven-foot furry orange creature. So they, they don't go on a specifics on... Uh, on his Wikipedia page, mm. and if I mean he's got a clickable link, come on, <laughs> oh, no. cop that coup. <laughs> um, it's just a vague sort of. Some say maybe based on an orangutan, but I don't think so. He looks like a muppet to me. Yeah, he looks like one of the muppets. Yeah, <laughs> well that's said, a, Evan. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that was a great point. <laughs> you were, yeah, that was. You sort of took what I was trying to say, and you put it more succinctly, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it feels to be a woman, Matt Stewart. <gasps> now he knows. <laughs> and now I know what it feels like to be a man. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> how does it feel? As Evan shoots a T-shirt into his groin. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do on John on, 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 on? <laughs> You idiot. What did he do? Oh. John Oliver, um, he uh, has a, um, uh, a dog version of the Supreme Court and... Uh, because Brett Kavanaugh is potentially, you know, he, he's uh, been nominated for the Supreme Court. May and or they're may not all be, dogs. Um, <laughs> may or may not be confirmed. Um, well, I guess we may know by the time this podcast is released. God, I hope he's not confirmed. But if Brett Kavanaugh uh, was to be confirmed. <laughs> Ally, I love it. <laughs> uh, then, then John Oliver was suggesting that this, instead of a dog uh, representing Brett Kavanaugh, it would be uh, Gritty. Gritty. Yes. I feels like so people, you know, a lot of negative press and stuff about it, but surely this is all exactly how they wanted it to go. They just they would have oh, wanted yeah. it to get so much press to get on all these tonight shows and stuff. Yep. Um it feels so smart. And yeah, it is it's clearly meant to be a bit nightmarish. It's sort of like cute and nightmarish at once, which is a great combo. It's the worst <laughs> of both worlds. Um Greedy. Yeah, so that that's this week's sort of primate sporting mascot. 
And that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, how how can people find you two if they want to find you two? You'll be on uh, this coming Monday's Gamey Gamey Game you'll both be on? No. Yes. I will. Yes, and also will this Naomi. coming one. Oh, you don't. This isn't live. Oh, that was a oh, joke. No, sorry. When I said it was live, that was a joke. Thing. It's not live. <laughs> yes, well, yes, we'll both be on this coming Monday. What games episode. are you going to be talking about? Oh, that's I haven't planned that far ahead. Life Great. is some strange big ones. too. Life is strange too. Maybe uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Some big, oh, big no. releases around now. <laughs> Any, any sort of... Naomi's a big fan of uh, the Call of Duty series. It's going to be great. Any classic uh, arcade-type games? Yeah. We're always talking about <laughs> classic arcade-type games. That's oh, yeah. what people want to hear about. Can you just Cuban subtly drop centipede. in some Primate or Donkey Kong reference into the episode for people who do tune in? Okay. I'll do it. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm just going to yell, Donkey Kong! <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle Everyone of someone else's sentence. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, just give it a. It's on like Donkey Kong now when someone's arguing with someone or something. Well, I. I don't want to write your bit for you. <laughs> I, and I don't want to read that. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, Evan, where can people find you on Twitter or whatnot? Uh, you can search, just search for Gamey Gamey Game. I think, I think on Twitter we're like Gamey Gamey Show. I think. Just I'll put it on Instagram and, and Facebook. I'll put the Surely. tweet, uh, the Twitter handle in the description of this. There's yeah. nothing else called Gamey Gamey Game. It's good. And uh, <laughs> it was funny. I I um I heard someone was giving some negative feedback about Gamey Gamey Game because they thought that it it uh, should talk about games more. <laughs> and Evan Evan goes, "Yeah, I should have given it a funnier name to make people understand that it's a silly show." <laughs> He said it funnier than that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> that was funny. And, oh, thanks. And <laughs> Naomi, you're uh, coming up. You've got your pilot coming up on the ABC in Australia. Yeah. You, do, you don't have a release date yet, but it's November sometime. Sometime later this year. Um, it'll be on iView and it'll be aired on ABC or ABC. I don't know where. Um, but it'll be somewhere. It'll definitely be on iView. It's called Why You Like This. Um, and, yeah, you can follow me and I'll I'll probably be posting about it a bunch um, just look up Naomi Higgins because I'll put that That's in the name. description That's here as well. That's your name. It is. But also, Thank you you. <laughs> you wrote and uh, star in it. Yes, I did. Bloody yeah. Hell. Double yeah. threat. Double indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real funny. I uh, I read the whole script and I loved it. Yeah, it's such You're a funny it. show. And I'm in and it. That's in it. Yeah. That's in it. I'm, I'm not in involved it. in any way. No, no, certainly not. It's really awkward. It's one of the few ABC shows that Evan <laughs> doesn't have a finger in. <laughs> That was a weird way to put that. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Naomi, I don't know if you know this, but we always finish with a catchphrase, but it's sort of riffed in the moment, but we pretend that it was something that we say every week. You might have even done it last time we were here. So mm-hmm. anyway, thanks so much for coming in, Evan, and Naomi as well. And as we always say... Hey, oh, monkey time. <laughs> <laughs> monkey time. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.